Okay, man. Wow. <laughs> so official. It's happening. It's happening. All right. We have sound on both of these and video on both of these. Cheers. Cheers. I'm so happy to be doing this. Me as well. <sighs> Me as well. That's good. That hits the spot. Mm. Okay. So, this is my first on-location recording. So this is fun. And so we are basically re-recording because we tried to do this and we got like five or ten minutes in and the connection was shit. Yeah. So we were, I th actually I thought it was ironic because we had just started talking about your feature film which you're in post-production on so you just wrapped it. Mm -hmm. And when I was talking to you about like, you know, the start of the process, one of the things we were talking about was camera gear. And like, so ironically, I'm testing out like a camera and a phone. Literally, yeah. And um, you had briefly mentioned that originally you're going to use a camera, and then you ended up using an iPhone, yeah. which they are amazing. I mean, we can see the quality right there. But. I know, yeah. <laughs> and that's even the, the front-facing camera. Yeah, like. that's the bad one, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and but... And so that was a little bit of, without getting too much into it, I guess, like, no, but I, it was like, a, it was a shitty situation, but you had to problem solve. Mm -hmm. We had to, yeah, it was like two days before the scheduled week that we were going to yeah. be filming. And we were kind of like, we looked up the camera, we knew about the camera, we had like a collaborator ready to go. And then for personal reasons, they couldn't do it. Yeah. So we had to problem solve. Like we yeah. didn't want to lose the week of work we had off the time we had yeah. scheduled for it. So we were like, okay, we know how to use an iPhone camera and like, yeah. they're good. And we had the 13 yeah. and when the 14 came out, we just upgraded to that. And yeah. that's how they um, brand the camera now is like film standard camera. Yeah. Getting on cinematic mode on, under yeah. 24 frames. Did it make much of a difference when you switched from the 13 to the 14? Um, kind of, yeah. but I think we did it we filmed on the 13 Pro, yeah. knowing that we were going to switch to the 14 Pro. Mm. So a lot of our footage we have that's from the 13 Pro is cinematic 1080p, yeah. and then we have it recorded on 4K under video setting. Oh. So we made sure to always get a 4K version, <laughs> okay. just in case if the cinematic mode like doesn't look good, it looks too fuzzy, and it doesn't equal all oh. of our other, because on the 14, you could film in cinematic mode 4K. So you're saying on the 13, you filmed everything twice, is what you're saying? Basically, Because you couldn't yeah. do 4K mm -hmm. on the 13 for cinematic mode. Yeah. It had to be 1080. Okay, yeah. got it. Yeah. So we planning, in planning this, like we were always like, okay, we have to do double of everything. Yeah. And looking back at the footage now, like the cinematic mode on the 13 is just so good as well. Really? That we were like, yeah. well, we should screw all the other footage, like yeah. all the double, but we're keeping it just in case. Like, because yeah. if it is, it, we just want to be able to seamlessly go between the takes and without losing that like quality to the eye. So like maybe there is yeah. some lost quality, but it's all, because the film is a mockumentary, so there's yeah. a lot of testimonials. Yeah. And that's a lot of the stuff we got out of the way first in our yeah. phase one, because um, it was easy to sit down with someone yeah. and record, yeah. you know? Yeah. And we were like, okay, like no real planning, like of yeah. dates and like travel, just like come to our apartment, sit down, we'll do a couple shots, different angles. 
Um, and so you did all, wait, so you did all that with the With 13. the 13. Yeah, okay, yeah. cool. So it was like at least consistent, even if it's like two different cameras. Totally. The whole thing. Yeah. And maybe we should say real quick what the movie's about. Because I, I, yeah, some of the stuff I know, but in case people listening or watching, right. you know. Just I know. So Let can... me read you the official synopsis. Okay. The Coverfly synopsis. Oh no, where is it? Um, it's all these notes. I literally work so much out of my notepad on my phone. It's the best app. It's everywhere ever. I go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess I could look it up. Uh -huh. This is our synopsis. Okay. <laughs> In the style of Netflix's Chef's Table, a documentary crew follows a New York City chef whose story takes a. Fuck. <laughs> Start over. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> This is our synopsis. <laughs> I'm not going to edit this. No, I'm not going to gonna cut this. No, I'll trim the beginning and the end, and like if there's like something really bad, I'll cut that out. But like, no, it's, I know. it's live. Yeah. It's, it's fine. live. It's, it's live. Fine. This is our synopsis. <laughs> In the style of Netflix's Chef's Table, a documentary crew follows a New York City chef whose story takes the crew on a genre-bending search for the truth. Okay. Yeah. Great. So, and you yeah. just have a working title right now. You yeah, it's called it. A Chef's Table. Okay. I mean, cool. wait, no, it's not called that. Yeah, it's okay. called A Chef's Tale. Okay. <laughs> but it's a mockumentary based off of A Chef's Table. Yeah. Yeah. Well, similar. Nice. Yeah. How much did you do for the, how much was like pre-written, how much was like improv? I think we wrote everything. Oh, and, cool. And then on the days, like, a, a lot of, like, a lot of our actors were like really prepared yeah. and they wanted to keep to the script and we were open yeah. to improv. Yeah, like, yeah. You could loosen up like, or, or like not loosen up, but like uh, yeah. you could just improv, you know, like what's written is like what we had a couple months ago. So like if you find something new and a lot of actors did, but a lot of people tended to stick to the script. Yeah. So on my filming days and my roommate, sous chef and co-star, Charlotte, yeah. um, on her testimony days, we were able to like kind of spice it up, knowing the full story, you know. And that's cool. Um, yeah, I think that's the best when most when most of it is scripted. Mm -hmm. I think it's a little bit more respectful to the authors. Yeah, especially like being yeah. on such like a small crew and like yeah. you kind of know everything. Like if someone is improving and rewriting, it's like okay, like we can't use that yeah. because of this this beat it's, that we have down the road. Exactly, but. But then also sometimes they can like add real powerful nuggets oh that you wouldn't have come up with on your own. So that's really cool. Mm -hmm. And are you the chef or who's the chef? Or I am what? the chef. Okay. I am the chef. Of course. Yeah. Do you have like any idea of when it'll come out? Like do you even have like a remote idea? We do. You know, I think through our whole process we've had, we wanted to, it to come out on 420 mm. on April 20th, 2023. Just next month. Oh, okay. Yeah. That, that, I mean, that was our date so like, back yeah. in August. <laughs> I know. Um, but I think maybe there's potential that there's like a rough cut done by then, you okay. know? Yeah. Um, because it's, it's parts of it that'll be hard to do, and parts of it will have to be done by a different person who's a graphic design person, you know, or like knows mm. how to do that. Like, we, we don't want to do that. We want to collaborate with people. Do you, you just know? mean like the editing, like color grading and stuff? Or like, no, like literal, the... literal like posters and like kind of designs. Like, mm. at one point, we have a cork board of a mystery, and mm. basically, we want to show that kind of in like a true crime docu series way. 
So you mean like, to like stitch in between scenes and stuff. Basically, um, yeah. Okay. With cool. like good information and all that stuff. So we want someone that like knows how to do that okay. to do that. And we, we're in talks with someone. We just want to give all of the materials to them to make yeah. sure that they can do it. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And we're, did you you worked with a couple people, and so were you? How, how many writers or directors or... It's just me and my collaborator, Marky. Okay. Yeah, my and roommate, collaborator. So did Marky. you both like co-write, co-direct? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And Marky was in the show or in the movie too? Mm-hmm. He is okay. in the movie. Okay. Yeah. Very yeah. cool. He's like, I would say like the, there's like two starring roles, uh, yeah. Chef Carter, me, and Chef Whitman, my Marky's girlfriend is okay. who's also one of my roommates. Yeah. She is the other star. Yeah. And then Marky has another role that comes out. Nice. Um, in the second act, yeah. And why did you uh, jump straight to feature yeah. instead of short or I don't know. Series or... I think it just came to us. Like, yeah. when we first wrote it, I, I would say, like, the movie's in three parts. And when we first wrote it, we just wrote part one. Yeah. A mockumentary based off of Chef's Table. Yeah. Which was like so fun. And like me and Marky just bonded over the fact that we liked Chef's Table. Yeah. We liked those yeah. cooking shows, those docuseries about chefs. Um, so yeah, we collaborated on, or like we, yeah, we collaborated on like that first part. We were like, oh, it'd be so funny. Oh, like, oh, you could have it, like the restaurants in the apartment, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. yeah. And then we were watching WandaVision and. Yeah. <laughs> for the Marvel fans out there who don't know, uh, like WandaVision like spans a bunch of mm -hmm. genres mm -hmm. per episode. And I think that got like both of us thinking like, what if there was something else with like the chef? Like there's mm -hmm. also true crime docu-series. So yeah. why not like dip into that? And like, what if one of the chefs goes missing? And like what happens then to like all the information that we have presented to you in the first part, you yeah. know? And then, like, to go even further, like, what's the third part? There has to be a third part. Yeah. You know? Um, huh. Yeah. So it, it was a cool writing experience because it took, like, a year, I think, to finish fully. I'm sure. And we had, like, a written just a arc. Yeah, just a script alone. Yeah. And it was mainly during the pandemic because, like, we were locked yeah. away, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, like, we wrote the, third, the first part, and then we were like, okay, like, what else could happen? And we found <laughs> what we wanted to happen. And... Okay. That, yeah, that just took us to a whole different world, and it was really cool, like exciting to like just be in this like multiverse world. Do you have a multiverse? I wouldn't say it's a multiverse, <laughs> but it's like there is there's a world. Dinosaurs, and you know, <laughs> yeah, there could be, you know. <laughs> but it's like, yeah, there's like this this world that's we're creating, and like you know, you always like to look at a story, and you're like, oh, like Nanak. Yeah. your short film, like, that world is close to this world, but I feel yeah. like it's still a different world. Sure. Yeah. And that's what I feel like our, our film is. And, like, gotcha. ch changing the genre and, like, adding to, like, that one story that we had felt like it was just, like, expanding more nice. into that world, which was so cool to do. Yeah, I mean, I'm jealous that you're going to have a feature film out there. Like, that's yeah. just, like, such a huge milestone and I think, like, I mean, a lot of people say, like, that, like, do they look at short films? Like, I would hope that they do account for them because they're so great and, like, they're so hard to do as well. But not really. But not really, yeah. And, like, so, like, we, we me and Marquis, like, I remember talking, like, 
about our legacy and like we were like what is it like yeah. why like if we want to do this if we want to create a movie like yeah. let's do it like and that came out in the writing of like we kind of wrote this to make it yeah so when we finished it like we were submitting it to festivals for just script writing oh okay um we were like okay like are we gonna make it or like like what's gonna happen yeah and then we were like you know what like we could do it like yeah we could do it so like we did it yeah we're doing it <laughs> Well, that's also good, like, to hear someone, um, like, actually making something during the pandemic. Right, right. Because I remember so many people posting shit about, like, don't feel pressure to make stuff. And it was it was almost like everyone was enabling themselves to not use that time. Mm. It was almost like, don't worry, it's okay. And it's like, yeah, like, let's make some cool shit. Like, right, right. So I think that that's really cool that that you two did something and yeah it yeah no one cares about short films the only people who care about short films are people who make short films literally in my opinion yeah the exception is pixar shorts beginning a pix before a pixar movie yes and but yeah it's like it sucks it sucks yeah it's but that's gonna be so good because it's also like because like you know anyone who it sounds like anyone who's a fan of that actual Netflix series mm -hmm. could check it out to be like oh like this is like kind of a parody of something I like right whereas most short films it's like that's just industry people yeah. it's not gonna be like Joe Schmo in the middle of the country who's like oh let me check this out you yeah know? Like, like we want to like have that stretch of an audience you know like yeah. Marky works at Joe's Pub and he was talking to the chef about oh, nice. stuff you yeah. know and he was like so like it's a movie and he's like it's a mockumentary he's like yeah. oh like yeah. so it's funny like yeah. it's just yeah we want that audience you know and like yeah it's, it's figuring out who that's gonna be do you have a plan for that like how to distribute it and we've been talking about it recently and there's like a Marky brought to me this like streaming service called No Budge that um, hmm. it's it, it's like you can get the app on the Roku and okay. it, the Roku and um, basically you like pay to have it like streaming and it's like it, it goes with movies that um, have no budget. A okay. la the name No Budge. Um, oh, so like okay. under fifty thousand, which is the like lowest yeah, level of filmmaking yeah, there yeah. is. Um, and so the guy also owns a place at in Brooklyn, like a movie theater, where you could watch it, oh, and you sweet. could pay for like a run there. So oh, I think that's kind of what, should. yeah, I, I think that's what do. we're leaning towards, like, yeah, because like obviously we want to like give it to the cast, like we want to like premiere it like to the cast, because oh, oh, totally. God, there's so many people that helped us that like we want to take with us, you know. Um, I hope you do. Yeah, I think we will. If not, like we will have like a huge screening. Where I think there's a lot of theaters in New York where you can do that. Like, yeah. I and some of them I think are even maybe unofficial because like even AMC has on their website like, mm -hmm. oh, if you ever want to rent out a theater for a birthday, like it's under the assumption that you're going to be like, oh, I want to see the new Ant Man movie, but just with my family. Right. But I'm sure like a like, lot of theaters you could just be like, hey, I got like this thumb drive. Can you just put this in the projector? Like. I don't think they would care. I or, hope. There's, there's got, or even if they did care, there must be like tons of theaters that would offer that. I started looking that up a while ago, mm. and the, like there are, like there definitely are options. Yeah. So I hope you do it. Because then like, 
once it's over, like once it's premiered, like you can't go back and do that later. Exactly. And like that's what we think about like the legacy. Like we want that moment of the premiering. And like we've worked since August. Yeah. And what is it, March now? So it's like the last six, seven months. Yeah. We've been working on it. We're going to be working on it for another six, you know? Like we're going to want that moment of just like sit back and watch our movie, what we were able to do the best at, like, or yeah. the best we could be for this, like, past year, you know? Yeah. It's going to feel so good when it happens. I think that's what's, what's driving us still, you know? Do you know that, so the, no, what's it called? The no bud? No, no, no budge, I no think. No budge? Yeah. Is it, do you know if it's, like, ex, um, to get on that platform, is it exclusive, or? I think you have to pay maybe a monthly membership. Oh, you do? Yeah, like. Have you heard of Film Hub? Film Hub, no. It, um, so I put Nanak on there. It's like, mm. but it's it does better for features. But they they call them. I can't remember what they call themselves. It's like they call themselves like a marketplace or whatever. It doesn't matter what they do. You upload. You put your stuff on their in their system for free, uh-huh. and then they send it out to be picked up by like Tubi TV, oh. Plex TV. There's like so many random ones. Um, it, that's how I got on Amazon, but I think it's different now. Amazon's way pickier now. Mm. Um, but then they and then they just take twenty percent of any revenue that comes in through that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, and again, short films, no one cares. Like it's made no money on that. But it's like part of why I was doing that was like to learn for the future. Where right. it's like if I did have a future, like okay, how. This this will be my guinea pig, and um, that's one to consider because it's also it's non exclusive. It's just like yeah, if you want to if you want us to market you to like, and it's international too. Ugh. So it's like you can you can be on any of these. We take twenty percent. You could take it down anytime you want. Wow. So I would check that out. What is it called again? Tubi or not Tubi? Tubi is one of the, the one of the platforms. platforms. Um, it's called Film Hub. Film Hub. Yeah, yeah. It's it's it's. Pretty cool. Like it seems like there would be strings attached, but it does. You know, it's nice. just like yeah. It's just like it's your movie. You get you keep all the rights. Yeah. Take it down whenever you want. We yeah. take twenty percent of whatever we make for you. Um, I guess it's kind of a different business model because there used to be all these like distributors, especially for feature films, because mm. it used to be like a different world, especially like DVD sales and stuff. And right. I guess a lot of filmmakers kind of got screwed by those companies. So now there's like more of a new wave of wow. like a new way of doing it yeah yeah um, and that makes so much sense because yeah, yeah they did like it moved going to a movie isn't the same anymore it's when you're streaming all, but also like some some films aren't worth going to a movie mm-hmm. like that's why i think top gun and avatar are such a big deal is because like like if you even if you don't like them like you have to there is a difference if you see it in a movie theater yeah i think so you yeah. gotta go and um Actually, that's a good question Like that I think about. Like if I was to make a feature, and so the question for you is, did you think about venue or devices that pe- – like did you think about how people are going to actually watch it? Yes. And how did that – so did you think – like what, as- what aspect ratio did you choose? Like did that – how did you adjust for the devices or whatever? Oh, did we change aspect ratios? Like, is it just 16 by 9? I think it is, yeah. yeah. I think it is. And then we lean into um, 
some horizontal filming at moments for the film for like a okay so you, when you say purposes. horizontal do you mean just like a thin like, like like the camera turns this way like it's one scene or whatever okay but yeah okay. We're, we're using like an aspect of that aspect ratio though I don't I think we're pretty much saying the same okay but I think we could play with it in in editing oh yeah you could trim off the ed I mean you could you could make it you know widescreen for a theater if you really wanted to or right. trim the top and bottom yeah um, if anything, I think we would try to go with our genre. Yeah. Because, like, that first genre, which is so, like, Netflixy and yeah. very, like, sophisticated and cinematic, we'll probably go for, like, that movie look, you know? Okay. Especially for, like, those yeah. planned shots. And then yeah. in Act Two, where you kind of see more behind the scenes and, like, yeah. meet the documentary crew. Yeah. I think there we'll probably go with like a raw, like trying to go mm. close to raw footage as possible. That'd be cool. Yeah. So you can play around, like, yeah. That'd yeah, be like really cool. there was a shoot that we did a couple weeks ago and it, like we consider like the, a party scene and obviously we want our apartment filled with people to like yeah. get that energy. Yeah. But like, you can't do that. Like you can't ask people for free to come to our apartment for a couple hours because like tough. everyone just has a schedule and like, we were able to get a bunch of people, and like at That's one point, good. and so we were like, okay, like we're gonna do this like a music video, and okay. basically we filmed like it was like I'm singing a song in like the film in, yeah. in the first part of the film, and like it's like campy and like okay. it's it's very cinematic and very staged, yeah, to the point of like it's silly that this is happening, but yeah. we want to make it like that, like yeah, um, so. Yeah, getting, like, those people in the room and, like, being, like, so cinematic. Like, we had a spotlight on me at one point and, like, okay. making it, like, oh. a music video felt like such a whole different shoot than what we've been doing, which is, like, scene work and, like, footage that, like, isn't, like, necessarily on the thing or, like, on the uh. subject, but, like, we'll get to the subject, you know? Yeah. Um, it's just cool to, like, dive into, like, the different types of and ways of filming. I'm so curious to see it. Yeah. Um... So I have said, like, I think last time we tried recording, I've said, like, you know, we can, we can cut chunks out if we need to. So would you be willing to share, like, the budget or yeah, we could. that kind of stuff? Like, how, like, what was the budget for the film? We started off with my coin jar from Ellen's, <laughs> and that was about $800. Okay. So we started off with, like, $800. And we did our first, like, budget check-in in the middle of like our phase two and we spent mm. about a thousand dollars more or total uh total yeah and we knew we didn't touch the 800 yet we, we were going to use the 800 to like pay us back mm. and then at some point we were like okay thousand dollars total like between you and i it's 500 like mm. we were like okay like what's the money that we are willing to just spend on this you know yeah so we decided like that was the money like we split 500 bucks we were like okay that's we're in so now we're working within the 800, and we've been able to like not cap the 800 yet. That's crazy. Yeah. So is that just like calling in a lot of favors and just everyone's working for free and ever like just, yeah. it's just like everyone you, you had mentioned before like um, before this recording like you had family members involved and mm -hmm. I know you I know there's a lot of like friends involved. Um, so then what are you like what that first thousand or 1800 like what are you spending that on? We definitely bought some. We always buy lunch for the crew sure. and food. So like that's probably the most expensive thing. 
yeah. is like feeding everyone, especially if you, yeah. if like there are days where we have like two crew members and then like three other people. And so we want to make yeah. sure like they have like at least a little snack or something. Um, so there's that that you have to pay for. And then what else? Like travel. Um, and we what bought travel? Uh, travel like a, we, I live, my, I'm from Connecticut. So we filmed a couple scenes in Connecticut. Okay. So we, and like some other people, I think it was five of us had to go to Connecticut. So uh, we bought so train tickets, train tickets yeah. there and back, yeah. 30 bucks each. Um, but yeah, what else did we spend? But did you have to buy, so did you have to buy equipment? Cause you said you have like the thing I have. We so did. Like how much did you spend on, cause that, is that like a gray area for you where it's like you bought it for the project, but it's but, like, well, I'm gonna keep it forever. Exactly, of, yeah. yeah. The lighting, but like we wanted to spend like money on it like that yeah. that was some of the money that we were like okay like that's what we spent on these things yeah yeah we bought like good mics that were i think 250 maybe maybe 200 like lav mics lav or? mics that were um, wireless what kind um move movie okay yeah I'm brand new to that world. I'm, yeah. I'm exploring. We'll see how these work. Right. I'm and very excited. It's about very them. similar to these, yeah. except my our packs are battery powered, and yeah. then they have a wire that. Well, comes these into you can it. attach a wire. Oh, That's why I okay. bought them because yeah. I was like, oh, um, yeah. I think I think the world of YouTube, YouTubers and filmmaking mm -hmm. are blending. are are blending. Yeah. It's like people think of them as two different things. They're totally the same thing. Like all the camera stuff is merging mm -hmm. and this microphone stuff, like this sort of thing, like it's so freaking cool. Yeah. And I, I mean, I've only tested it out once, but I've seen videos of it in use and it's, I mean like, yeah, if I was to do a film project and be able to hire a proper sound person, like there would probably be other equipment that they would recommend. Mm -hmm. But in terms of like, just having like a decent baseline. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I was about to say, this is awesome, but I, yeah. we'll see what happens. Yeah, I know, yeah, yeah. We'll be like, people, so might, yeah, people might get to this point and be like, fuck, I can't stand listening to this episode. <gasps> yeah, we'll see. We'll see, we'll see. But it, I mean, they were pretty inexpensive. Like this for the kit was, uh, for the two mics and the receiver was 329 Wow. And so then you can buy the cords to add on. Uh huh. Um, so similar in price to what you worked with. So yeah, totally. Probably similar, but did you? So you had two mics. We had two mics and then two wired in mics that you could plug into the iPhone. Um, so we knew that pretty uh, much yeah, yeah. our cast would like probably shotgun have an mics. You could kind of uh, lab mics. So oh, like, so you had four lab mics going on. Yeah. Did you have any shotgun mics? No, or? we didn't. Oh. Yeah. Okay. We got. We would record like some room tone from yeah the lav mics and yeah, it's also like it's in our apartment, so it's like if we needed to get more audio of yeah. like a room tone, like we do, we could just get it being yeah. there, you know. Yeah. So like that, that kind of like in the back of our mind was like, okay, like we could have a good constant room tone, but we definitely obviously need to get it in the room when you're filming it. You sure, know, sure. Um, but yeah, the four lav mics were really helpful and like. Having it being able to like download right into your phone and then just like send it over to the computer is just so easy to do. Yeah. From like voice the voice memo app. Yeah, no shit. And it's like crazy. Labeling the voice it. memo app is pretty damn good. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you made me think of something like so the you're talking about like oh you obviously got to buy everyone food or and like and that whole thing and what like there's a bigger question to this but like. As soon as I started producing stuff mm. 
and handling the money, my whole perception of money started changing. Mm. And I feel like one thing, like the food thing, when I think about food, I always think about how there's always this joke, like you see it in memes all the time, people always joke about like how bosses will be like, hey, I got you pizza. And they think it's like such a big thing, but it's like, I don't know, but like it is a big thing. Yeah. Like buying, like it costs, like even though this budget is relatively small compared to other films, it's still like, like you are, you could very well not make any of that money back. You could have just burned $1,800. Yeah. And like, so you're not like, there's nothing like sinister going on. And it's like you, but you are giving people food and all that sort of, like, does that, I don't know, has, has that changed your opinion of money at all? Or maybe definitely. not? It, I think it definitely makes me be like, okay, I cannot go out or like, I'm, <laughs> I'm watching my spending more, you know? It's like, you got to be careful about, but also just like the, I don't know, like, I think different now about. Um, I don't know, just like, uh, like I don't, I, I don't take that stuff for granted now. Mm, mm-hmm. Like if I was like now, like, it, so I'll say it this way. If I was 22 myself, 22, how I used to be, if mm-hmm. I showed up to a film set and they're like, uh, like if I showed up to your film set when I was younger and you were like, okay, we got you some food. I, I would be like, okay, I'm on this like crummy little set and I got some food. Right. Whereas now I know like, cause I know from losing money, mm-hmm. I have a different perspective on it. Cause it's like, well, thank you for anything. Right. That's what I'm wondering. Like, I don't know if that changed, if that changed for you at all, or if it's just like, oh, or, or not. I don't know. I mean, yeah. Like I, I, I would hope that people do feel that way about <laughs> receiving yeah. food. Yeah. Just because it, it like it's, Like, Marky and I, like, we were like, yeah, like, this is what we have to give. And, like, in the end, like, if we we would love to pay our actors, but it's like, there's so many things that, because it's so small, that we have to pay for that food seems like the easiest thing to do, yet, like, meaningful in the moment because we want you to be happy. And, like, your, your time being here is just, like, so much, means so much that we hope that, like, giving you food would help, you know? And, and I, have, I think it does. I think, oh, it definitely yeah. makes a difference. Yeah. Like, food is better than no food. Right. Oh, my God. No food. Like, no water. Like, oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. Oh. No, water's important. Water is important. You have water, by yeah. the way. <laughs> um, and also, you might have more expenses that come up. Mm-hmm. Like, because you're just starting editing. And you're talking about working with a graphic designer. Maybe you'll have a graphic designer who works for free, which makes sense. Yeah. But... And then distribution and stuff, and then like if you try to go to like festivals, can can, can if you want to do that, which yeah. maybe you should. Yeah, we've been submitting the scripts. Yeah, but I mean now we've been just making the movie. Like the script has changed, so not not so much, but like yeah. we want the script to somewhat match the movie yeah. slash like have its own world, and then like whatever we premiere is what we premiere like in that world. Yeah, but. Yeah, like that stuff costs money and like it's stupid expensive sometimes. Like it's like 80 bucks for to submit the script. I'm like, yeah. damn, like are we even going to be considered and like Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah, I've suddenly mixed <laughs> So like with Nonek it was um I had no intention of doing film festivals mm-hmm. and then I think I mean maybe covid affected it cuz I couldn't like go put it out into the, like I couldn't go my ideas for how I was going to like physically promote it uh-huh. I had to throw those away obviously 
But part of me also, like I said before, it was like I was trying to use it as a guinea pig. Mm. And so part of me was like, well, and this is just my unsolicited recommendation, is my thinking was, okay, even though I know nothing about film festivals, I at least have an opportunity. Like right now, it's not out. Right. So I can do film festivals now, and I can't decide to do it two years from now. Like mm -hmm. once, it, once, like once it's not new anymore, you can't put it into film festivals. And part of my thinking was, okay, I'm going to do it to a reasonable limit. And I think for me that was like 500 in mm -hmm. terms of like submission fees. Right, right. Um, and I can. There's a whole other tangent on what I think of film festivals now because they're basically they're not all created equal, but. My thinking was, and I learned it from this, and this is why it was good, was, like, I'm going to do my best to promote this, my work and the work of everyone involved, mm -hmm. as best I can, and then I'll learn from it, and then, like, next time around, when I actually, like, want to really attack the film festival circuit, if I do want to, yeah. I'll at least, like, have learned, kind of, because... Coming from theater, like, I don't know about you, I've never been to a film festival. I knew nothing about them. I had just heard of, like, Sundance, and that was, like, it. Right, right. And um, I learned a lot about it. And But I hope I hope you do, especially because you have a feature. I think it's, I, th I do think it's different with features. Yeah. Because sh a short film is sort of like, I mean, it's the, you know, everyone says it's a calling card, where it's like, look what I can do. Do you want to, like... Work with me. Do you want to give me lots of money? Mm -hmm. But, you know, it's like this sort of... Uh, I don't know, it's a bit of a fantasy. Um, but, like, at least with the feature film, I don't know, I feel like you're offering a lot more. Yeah. it It's just considered that way. Because, like, when you think of a short film, it's, like, it's it's easier to do because it's short. Like, it's not as oh, long, yeah. you know? Like, yeah. like, we, yeah, it's... I think with the feature, it, there's more places to go. And I think a lot of creative people end up not doing it yeah um one of the biggest like we had we me and marky both went to pace university and there's a he studied film i was in acting um and we had a friend his name's marcus um yeah i don't remember his last name okay. but we zoomed before doing it before like fully like sitting down and like making the schedule and we were like okay like Let's give him the script and like see what he thinks about like the process of making it. And he was like, the biggest thing like is sound, and yeah. also just like just make it because yeah. so many people fall off of it or fall off the wagon, and like there are small things that you can't do. Then then like you're just yeah. driving the like other direction, and you can't do it anymore. Um, then you don't want to do it anymore. But like, if you just if you make it, then it exists in the world, and like that's the thing. It just has to exist. I think you're gonna have the most amazing feeling once it's done. Exactly. Yeah. And like, I remember, and it's so true what you're saying. Like, I like for non-ec, I went through like these these different emotions because at first I thought it was the greatest thing anyone had ever made it ever. Uh-huh, right, right. And then after going through the film festival experience, I started to, you know, lose some of the delusion and started to see like uh, and I do think there are many uh, there's things I love about it. there are things I think that are really strong about it. Mm. But I started to see like oh, this is like 
what other people are looking for, especially for film, because I think it, like, you know, I didn't know anything about cinematography. I didn't mm-hmm. know anything about editing, uh, whatever. There was a lot I learned, and the, but I remember the the point is, is I remember like kind of coming back to reality, and uh, talking to one of my best friends who's from LA and who's an actor, mm. and I remember kind of being like, oh well, you know, I have to like do so much better next time, and he was telling me like, dude. I know, like, you're part of the 1% who actually did something. Because every like, you think of L.A. and, like, mm-hmm. films. He's like, everyone is just sitting around talking about how they're going to do something, and they never do it. And that boosted me. I was like, yeah, that's fucking right. I did, you know? But I will say to you that I think you're, like, in... That you're in another level. Because to not even just do a short, but to do a feature, that's, like... That's such a high level and, like... I don't know. That's like 1% of 1%. Right. (laughs) So like, that's why I'm just like so jealous. I'm just like, I'm like, cause that is like, that is a mark I want to get to. And like, I I do think once you put it out there, it's going to, I think it's going to change you. Yeah. Cause it's going to, well, isn't the, is this like the first thing you've written and like, Yeah. yeah, like whether film or theater? I did Joe and Nora over the pandemic, like early 20, or late 2020, December 2020, and they came out on YouTube February of 2021 with Preston and Liz. Um, Oh, yeah. And that was like a short film. It was 25 minutes. Um, And it was, Preston found a play called Cocaine. Yeah. And a cocaine. And we basically like edited the script and like it was public domain. So we were like, okay, we can use this like storyline and like kind of write it towards these characters, this character of Preston and this character of Liz, you know? Right, so you weren't in it. I was not in it. Okay, that's what I was trying to, I was like, shit, I don't remember Bruiser in this thing. I (laughs) directed it and like basically did the cinematography for it. That's right, that's right, that's right. And that was like my first time like behind a camera. Like I guess like there were times where like Marky and I, like I mean we lived together since college, yeah. And we made, like, all these short films on the iPhone. That's why doing this film was kind of quintessential for yeah, us. Good. But, like, we made these, like, stupid music videos that we, like, thought were so funny. And, yeah. like, just, like, small things that we would just throw together. He would do something for film class. I would be in it. And, um, but, yeah, like, doing Joe and Nora was kind of my first time behind, like, a, uh, like I think it was a Netflix-grade camera or something. Like, Preston really invested into maybe yeah. it was a Netflix screen. I think but. I know what he has. It's pretty. It, if it isn't, it's close. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and like doing that stuff, like I was just finding, like I was watching Fleabag at the time, and I was paying so close yeah. attention yeah. to like their focus poles, and yeah. I was like, oh, like that's amazing. Like I want to be able yeah. to do that. And like on the camera, I was able to do that, and I was like, oh, this is so cool. Like yeah. figuring out these buttons and just like it was such a huge learning experience doing that first short film. Jumping to the feature film, I don't know why I did that, but I mean, it just <laughs> happened. <laughs> um, yeah, gonna, yeah, grab, please. I'm just gonna refill. If, yeah, we, um, we got plenty. We can, and we got plenty of time. I, oh, I booked the room for two hours just Ooh. in case. Oh, it's so fun to talk about. Like, I literally only talked to Marky about it, but it's because we live together. You know, like that's such oh, another advantage that we have. That was another thing. Like once, once I you know, switched into this world. Mm-hmm. It was like, no, not like, 
didn't know anyone. I know. <laughs> it's like, who else is doing this? Like, I remember I've, I've honestly like reached out to people on Instagram where it's like, no joke. It's like, hey, I see you're a filmmaker in New York. Can I buy you coffee and just like ask you about like what you do? And like, mm-hmm. that was actually kind of the, one of the influences of this whole podcast was just like, I used to reach out to people, but I specifically remember with filmmakers. And I would tell them, like, sometimes I'd tell them, I'd be like, I only have theater friends. Like, I don't have film friends. And, yeah. like, I want to, like, be around that and, like, know what people are doing. Right, right. Um, so I totally get that. Um, oh, but one thing you were making me think of was, um, what was it? With the... Oh, yeah. Do you... One thing that changed for me, like... Once I started making stuff, because, you know, I was just, like, acting, do the actor, especially musical theater for mm-hmm. so long, like, mm-hmm. does it change your perspective to, like, write stuff? Because, and this is why I'm always pushing people to write, because it's, like, we we don't have, like, now, you don't have to wait for anything to do be it. an artist. Yeah. Like, you, to, or to be an actor or anything. Like, you are not reliant on, like, the right part coming along or the industry thinking like your type is in right now or mm-hmm. like any anything like that that is outside of you right like it right. is 100% within your control like especially because you're able to I'm so jealous you're able to make a feature for so cheap like I need to do that um, but it's like you literally have nothing holding you back right or it's all in your control now like is that how you feel now or is it, that, is, yeah. it is a little bit it is a little bit um, when I went to pace my degree was in acting, but it was also like a um, was a focus in experimental theater. Okay. So it had to do a lot with collaborating with someone and making mm. a story. And like my junior year, it, we got to the point where it was like every week you had to present a story mm. and like create it in the room and like oh that's cool. Bring your own props. Like it, it was very experimental. And like. I mean, I remember for our final project, I made 12 cardboard trees that had to be lifted from the ground and then come back down. Oh. And we did it for a festival. And it was amazing. Nice. But having, having that like kind of upbringing of a collaborative process and like a creative process, like I think I always like known that like I could write and like mm. could like create stuff for myself and like yeah. be a part of that. So I, I think that that's the reason why I like ended up doing this feature film anyway and thinking that we could do it is because like I'm like, well let's just do it. Like yeah. let's let's create it from the bottom up and yeah. Um, write the story in regards to me and these like certain people. Yeah. So like we know that it would be easy like my mom and my grandma, Nani, are in it. And like yeah. I wrote the scenes with them just like how they talk, because I knew that, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think like having that control is so awesome it never happens yeah and like watching like the oscars this past season i was like man like thinking of people like the daniels who i know like started doing these like crazy horror films or like stupid little shorts music videos music videos right i know that like i'm sure that they hate how much control they don't have anymore because of production companies and producers perhaps yeah you know and like this is the time like marky and i always talk we're like wow, like, if we had another collaborator, 
it wouldn't, we wouldn't be where we are, you know? We would have to, everything would have to go through another person yeah. or like more people, more minds and people would have more opinions about it when it's just me and Marky's opinion. Like we're, we bat heads a lot, but yeah. we do it to collaborate for the best thing, you know? Oh, yeah. So having that control is just so, I feel like lucky having that, you know? I wonder though with the Daniels, if they, cause they, this is only their second feature. Mm-hmm. And there, I never, I haven't, I still haven't seen the first one. Um, I just Swiss watched Army it the Man. other day. Yeah, Swiss Army Man. Did you like it? I did like it. Yeah, I, <laughs> I really cried like six it. times. I don't know why. But I, because that came so much later after they did like twenty music videos and short films. They did so many. So I almost wonder. Like I don't know if I think that about them, but I definitely think that about other directors where it's like if you jump into the Hollywood system right away mm-hmm. or like yeah, if you jump in if you haven't established yourself but you've established yourself enough to like be a piece in a in a machine so to speak, then you got to be the piece in the machine. Yeah. And you're doing it for the money and mm-hmm. you're doing it for the like more, I don't know, corporate career type of agenda. Totally. Whereas with them, I would think that because they waited because it t- like they had done so much that was crazy before. Yeah. I would think that for their two feature films, they probably had all the control they needed. Right. Yeah. And that's what I would love to do. Like I would rather just like I mean, it's easy to say, but I would rather just, like, take my time and do shit my way and not, like... Not have to yeah. go through another person, of course, yeah. Well, because it's like, if you, like either if either of us today was to, like, let's say, direct a Broadway show or a Marvel movie, like, we would be under the thumb of the money. Yeah, R- exactly. Whereas... I don't know, you look at some other people who have, like, built their power, so to speak. Mm-hmm. You look at, like... Steven Spielberg. Spielberg, Tarantino, like, they don't have to answer to anybody. Scorsese. Yeah. Right. It's their um, vision. Yeah, and I, and I would think that that's true as long as you stay small enough. Like, like as long as, like, as, long as you, we are doing small stuff, like, you don't have to answer to anybody. You can do as crazy as you want. Yeah. I just wonder the best way to like grow and like get outside investors, but be like, be like what I do works. So you're just gonna have to try. Just right, and like I'm a good collaborator, like, I swear. But yeah. whatever I say, has yeah, to go, exactly. So. <laughs> that I think is the trickiest thing, and I think about that a lot because yeah. it's like, how do you grow? You know, I think about that with theater, like um, working on a play, and it's like, well. It, how do you, you ultimately need outside money. Right. There's and no way. You, and how do you do that? Actually, I was talking to, I was talking to a producer. <laughs> this, this is not really anything, but I was talking to a, a producer a couple weeks ago who, um, I wanted on the podcast, but he, he's like, ah, I don't really like podcasts. And I was like, but let's still talk. Yeah. And I was telling him about my play a little bit. And like, I remember I had like a stand your ground kind of moment where he, he was like, he was talking about, well, eventually once you start going through all that and you have to figure out a director you can collaborate with. And I was like, I'm going to be the director. He's like, oh, okay. Yeah. You know, it's just like, but, it, but those, and not that anything is going to come from that conversation. That's just an example of like, I feel like you have to establish those things early. Mm-hmm. 
or it's either right you either stay small and keep creative control right or you have to build it up slowly in the bigger system so to speak like like for example if like with your films like your films going forward mm. you could i would assume the scenario is you can stay small as a writer director or maybe there's opportunities to fast track where it's like okay we like your script, but we're going to do a whole bunch of stuff to it. Right. And if you take the money, you have to be okay with it. Yeah. And it's like, that's the that's what you have to juggle. Yeah. And, and like, yeah, we've talked about, like, what if a, what if Disney Plus likes the script, likes yeah. the idea? <laughs> and they're like, okay, like, here's 100K. Like, yeah. we want the script. But all your hard work that you've done the past, like, year, yeah. out the drain, we're going to refilm it. Like, what would we do? I'm like, that's at some tough. point, you kind of have to choose the money, like... Yeah, well, because... In you, my mind, I guess, but, but... you could take the money and put it into other stuff. Exactly, yeah. But it's going to help towards it, but... Unless you really care about what you have now. Right. And, like, we do, don't get me wrong, but, yeah. like, it's it's all about that legacy. Like, you got to, like, yeah. think, like, what's going to help it, and the story would still exist in that world, ideally, like, where someone would buy the script and do it, like, mm. ideally, we would still be a part of it, like, it would be cool if I could still play the chef, Yeah, you know, but, I mean, yeah. Wait, so is that something you would want to do? Is, like, you want to put the feature out there to just be, like, almost like this was a, almost like this is a rough draft? Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's a possibility. We watched, um, on Paramount Plus, there's a documentary about paranormal activity, yeah. And how that was like kind of created cuz okay. it was a it was like a oh, a guy who he he wrote the script, yeah. didn't have a lot of money. Yeah. I think his budget was $15,000. And yeah. He got like local actors in LA, like was doing it in his free time. And then Bloomhouse like saw a cut of it and they wanted to buy the script and redo it but then they kept doing test screenings with people because they didn't know really the ending yeah. um, they wanted to do test screenings and they decided to keep the cut that he had because yeah. it was still so scary yeah and so like and it looked good. real and looked real and also because the actors were not established people were like these are like nobodies <laughs> oh you these know? must be real people yeah. yeah oh my god i remember seeing it in theaters and i, I was, was like this is out. terrifying yeah. and i think that like definitely brought the idea of like what if that does happen? Like, what if a studio comes in and wants to buy it? Yeah. And, like, ideally, like, the movie's... Ideally, after the edit, the movie's amazing, yeah. and they love it, and they buy it. But um, if it comes down to it, like, if there's things that are wrong with it, like, there's things that are wrong with it, you know? Like, you can't change certain sound things or certain ways that the frame looks. Yeah. And, like, at some point, we're going to have to live with that. But a studio company could, could come along and be like, we want to redo it, like... So what if I don't know if a studio came to you and said, "Okay, we want to basically just buy the IP mm -hmm. and we'll redo it however we want," and you get you're not a part of it anymore, you just get a check. What would that check have to be? Ooh, oh my God! Well, <laughs> like if I offered you a hundred k, yeah, to you and your Collaborator. Your, your collaborator. And so you each got 50K and then you're just done with it forever. Uh, but like knowing us, like we wouldn't want to be done with it. We would want to negotiate 
So then what a if it part. was 200K? So you each get $100,000. Wow. $100,000. Oh and it's just like, okay, you're done, done. with that. Move on with your life. Yeah, like we would have the script credit, like, right? Or. Sure. Yeah. Whatever. A credit rolling. Sure. Sure. <sighs> it would say screenplay by. Yeah. And it would have, right. Okay. 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 And it would have your names and other people's names who rewrote it. Oh. Oh. Because seeing Top Gun have 20 writers That's what it at, during do. the Oscars, yeah. <laughs> I was like, are you kidding? <laughs> like. Oh, man. But I don't know. I guess, like, I don't know. I'm, it's a true, it's a 50-50 question, but I guess I would lean a little towards the money knowing that I think I would put it in the right places yeah. to ensure that I could do this forever, you know? So if you personally got 100K, mm-hmm. you think that would be satisfactory? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's definitely satisfactory. Definitely life-changing. Definitely. Yeah. And, like, yeah, like, I, it, as long as we get that credit, like that part of like our legacy is definitely still there. So I'm like happy with that. Oh, would I want them to keep my film? Of course. Like, yes. But what if you don't get the credit? If I don't, oh, no way. There's no way. A million like, dollars? Well, a million dollars, yes. Yeah, okay, oh my God, yes. Okay. It, it's, yeah, it's hard because like, you know, like with a certain amount of money, yeah, you can make sure that your life is set and like you're in those certain rooms and you're working with those people, those right people that help your ideas So blossom. you'd move to LA and start schmoozing at parties? Probably, yeah. probably, probably, yeah. yeah. Because like, you yeah. wanna work in the world. Like, I don't wanna yeah. be an independent filmmaker forever, but mm. I know that I'm gonna love it, so I'm gonna, and I know, I know that I love it, so yeah. I wanna do, be able to do it. And like, money, more money, more fun, you know? Sure, that's how the saying goes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> more money, more fun. <laughs> But yeah, like, I would definitely want, if we were to sell the script, I would want to ensure a future. Okay. For the movie <laughs> and ourselves. Yeah. And yeah. Me. yeah. Because we deserve that. And yeah. And if any, I mean, it's our first movie. So it's yeah. like, it could go nowhere. It could do nothing. Like, that's fine. Like, we got our toes wet. Like, let's get the body in, you know? Oh, like, and it's going to be out there forever. Yeah. You'll be able to watch it when you're 80. Yeah. And I mean, whenever you look on someone's Wikipedia page, like, you see those projects that uh, don't even have a Wikipedia page. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're like, what was that? But it could be Chef's Tale. But I'll make a page. I'll make yeah. a Wikipedia page. Yeah. <laughs> on your, and it'll be on IMDb. Yeah. It'll be right. That'll be a whole thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, do, so are you working with, are, are you and Marky editing it together? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. It's on, I don't have a laptop, so it's on his laptop. Um, okay. Yeah. And do you know how long the runtime is going to be for it? We want it to be around 90 minutes. Yeah. But I think, part of me thinks it's going to be less. We have like a couple things left to shoot that I'm like, we could literally cut this if we wanted to. Like, yeah. just adds to the world and like adding to the world is great. But like, yeah. is it necessary? Like, we don't know. Like, there are things that we recorded that we probably will cut. You know, um, but I think it could be like an hour, ni- like a ninety minute, or like maybe even less, like eighty. Yeah, but. Yeah. I think that's probably good yeah. for a first, for a first feature. Draft, for a first I think feature. a lot of people 
like I wouldn't care because I just want to see it. But like if I didn't know you mm-hmm. and it was like, oh, hey, you want to check out my first feature that I made for two grand? Yeah. It'd be like, well, how long is it? You know? Exactly. Yeah. If it was three hours, I'd be like, no, nah, fuck that. Like, right. you know. But yeah, if you have it 90 minutes or, mm-hmm. or even less, it's like, yeah, fuck it. Yeah, let's go. Let and like, me. I think like the logic is like that the first part we lock people in for the sure, comedy. Sure. Second sure. part is for the drama. And then the third part is just insane. So like. I'm excited to see <laughs> the insane. Yeah. Yeah. We haven't talked a lot about it. It's very, like, those were the yeah, pages don't tell that... Don't anything about it. Oh, yeah. I'm, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I won't. Those were the pages. We had a written agreement for our first, run, like, reading of it yeah. that they would not have to speak about the script. Ah, basically. like a little NDA. Yeah, little, oh, that's what it is. NDA. And NDA. Yeah, good. Yeah. So did you have, like waivers and stuff for everyone involved and like like it was like a written page of like you'll be invited to our first oscar yeah. party like yeah yeah, yeah but yeah. don't tell anyone the yeah. ending or whatever yeah. and like it's funny because like sometimes i'll talk to like someone who was in the reading and they'll be like oh yeah what happened like i don't even remember yeah. <laughs> and i'm like of course you don't remember because it was like a moment and like we asked you about it at the end but yeah. it's like it it's gone now like it's so long it was in july of last year that we did that and that you filmed the ending or that we um we did the table read for it. Oh. Yeah, we actually just filmed the ending couple, like this month, March. Um, mm. Yeah. But, yeah, it's just funny to like think about these things that people just don't know. Almost, we're at the bottom of the bottom. At the bottom of the bottom. It's okay, we have water. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's it. Uh, so when are, are, you're not gonna give it a name until we can give it the first editing. name, yeah. Um, it's called a chef's tale, but the second the surname could change. Yeah, it could change depending on the editing. We think we like what we have, but I don't know. It could change. It, like we want to keep it open. We're we're also we have like an epilogue that we have to film that okay, we're cool. like okay, like we want to kind of edit first yeah and like we're allowing our actors to like live your life come back for one scene because of like whatever um yeah like we've had to deal with haircuts and like actors kind of like semi-changing or like haircuts um, that's a huge thing it's a huge thing would you oh i feel did you learn the hard way Mm -hmm. yeah yeah we uh, like I, like, just the three of us, me, Charlotte, and Marky were just talking one day, and, like, Charlotte had longer hair, some blonde, and at one point she was like, oh, yeah, I'm just getting a haircut, and I was like, oh, wait, like, how, how short are you going? Like, it's just, like, a trim, right? She was like, oh, no, I'm, like, getting it up to oh, you. So we had to, like, we wrote it in. Oh, and, like, okay, and okay. we were able to, a lot of the times her hair is put back because she's a, set, she's a chef, yeah. so, like, the hair should be up anyway. Um, so we were, like, able to film what we needed to film with the hair up, like, as if she's getting ready for work or yeah. whatever. And then in the act two, when we have more scene work post-haircut, we kind of used the short hair as, like, why did you get a haircut? You know, like, uh-huh. what's going on? Like, you know. Um, yeah, and then, like, another actor, Cece, they um, got a haircut in a film, in a short film that they were doing. Uh, okay. So, like, and that, that was one of, like, the plot points in the movie. So, like, they filmed yeah. them getting their haircut. So we were like, okay, like, please do that. Like, yeah. you need to do that. Cause like, we want you to still live your life, you know? 
but well, we were able to... Now it's part of your movie. Now it's, it's a little... That, that one was able to jump over a little more because we were all wearing hats. We were all wearing beanies. Yeah. So, like, yeah. we are like, okay, let's, like, stuff the beanie because they had, like, um, like kind of curly hair. Yeah. And, like, now it just, like, looked like a beanie with, like, a couple socks okay. in it, you know? But it still worked. It's still red. So it's okay, like, good. no one's going to notice, you know? That's which is great. And if there... I, I saw this video about Star Wars, A New Hope. I don't know if you're a Star Wars fan. Are you a Star Wars fan? Uh, yeah. 100%. There is a scene where they're in the garbage thing and the, the doors are closing. Yeah. Um, and Mark Hamill was talking to someone saying like, oh, isn't it like a continuity issue that my hair isn't wet because we're in like water? Mm. And then Harrison Ford goes up to him and says like, if they're looking at your hair, they're not watching the movie for the right reasons. Oh, okay. And I was like, wow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so I was like, yeah. well, if like they like... In our version, it's, like, a little, like, different, but, yeah. like, if, if they are looking at those details of, like, oh, yeah, that hat looks different, like, did they get a haircut? No, like, don't no. look at that. Like, you don't need to. Like, you shouldn't be looking at that at that moment, because yeah. there's everything else going on, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Now I'm going to be looking for it. I know! Yeah, yeah. You could look yeah. for that and where, because we have two dogs who are not on the film, <laughs> so we've had a lot of blankets that have gone, like, Tomas, my dog, yeah. loves to lay under a blanket okay. all day. So, well, we'll just... we would have random blankets out, and like, oh, okay. it makes sense. Like, we made it make sense. Like, okay. someone's either like laying with the blanket, yeah. and Tomas right here, <laughs> okay. or you just don't see him. And like, yeah, our one of our PAs would be like our dog wrangler. Okay. Yeah, it's funny. Like, we were like, yeah, we have to do like a shot every time you think that there's like a dog in the frame. Because oh, a lot of did time, you do a lot of shots on set? Oh no! Oh no, not yeah. shots. Oh, like okay. when you're watching it. Oh okay, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. When you're watching it, because gotcha. surprisingly, like you can't tell, and like yeah. if if they're not moving, like we were watching clips today, and we were like, oh, we can't use this because Tomas is moving. Mm. Um, but then like he's gone in the next shot, so it's like easy. <laughs> okay. Yeah. In non-act, the if you watch the first ten seconds, you'll see Josh is wearing a. Uh, towel. Shower or uh, yeah, towel. Yeah, because it's like like he just got out of the shower. Right. And that was because he cut his hair. Because we filmed we filmed everything in the fall, like in September, and then I was editing it. And that original that opening scene I thought was just going to be like the phone call where mm-hmm. we would hear his voice but not see him. We would just see um, Stacy, Caitlin. Uh huh. And then I went watching it, I was like, I need to cut back and forth. And so I was like, hey, can you blah, blah, blah. And he's like, and then I found out his haircut, about his haircut. And that was the solution. And it worked because that fits his character. You right. would totally be like, oh, yeah, this bitch would totally. Totally, like, with the wine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I totally have, like, fortunately, we were able to fix that. But that was such a lesson. Mm-hmm. And now, anytime I film anything, it's like. Okay, don't you dare do anything don't you dare do without anything. telling me. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think one of our other biggest things was like working with Mother Nature because oh, yeah, yeah. we there are some like outdoor shots, like we wanna feature Washington Heights like really well. Yeah. And like yeah, there are some trees in some streets, you know, and like we got those and then suddenly like in November it's all gone. Yeah. So like we wanted to make sure we got all of those shots first. Yeah. And like the it's mainly based in the summer but then like in the fall as well. Okay. Um so like we wanted to make sure like in our first part like all of our summer shots were good. Yeah. We didn't finish that until November 4th like 
And like, oh, thank God for, not, not thank God for climate change, but like, <laughs> it definitely worked in our favor a little yeah, bit because yeah. we were yeah. like, okay, like the leaves are still up. Like yeah. we need to get outside. Like we need to film at that fruit stand and like yeah. go for it. Um, and then even like when it's freezing out, like we had a shoot in Connecticut and it was a cold front that weekend. Mm. So we wrote in, like, it's like, why, uh, we wrote in that there was a cold front, like, a, just a loose line of, like, everyone in jackets, yeah, like, yeah. what are you doing? Like, it's a cold front, like, yeah. it's going to be cold. Yeah. Just small things that, like, to help make it work. that environment work, because, like, God, Mother Nature is, like, it looks so good on camera, and, like, I'm, like, mm. we want it to, like, match and all, and, like, yeah. you just got to work with it, and, yeah, like, at the top of like my dream schedule, like in my notepad app that like I'm always yeah. like, okay, like I can schedule these people, these people this day. Um, it's always like Astridge working around weather. Like if mm. it's like a good day, like we have one scene, one scene, one scene left to film outside. It doesn't need it to involve trees, but it needs to be a bright day. Yeah. And I keep looking at the weather app and I yeah. keep like changing the day yeah, of like, yeah. okay, it could be, it could be this Thursday yeah. if everyone is ready. Yeah. But yeah. Sometimes you, you have to push it, but... Wait, do you know how many... So, like, so you might have some more stuff to film, but mm -hmm. what was the, like, first day of filming and the last day of filming? Our first day of filming was August 23rd, and then 2022? our... 2022? 2022. Yeah. And then our last day of filming right now was March 4th. Shit. And do you know how many total days there were? It's hard to identify because... Marky and I, like, there's so much planning that has to, like, be done yeah. in order for, like, those shoots to go well. And, like, the March 4th date was a date that we had to push from J January. Yeah. So, like, we had to push that date a month and a half from the original yeah. date. So, it's, like, and we were so ready for that shoot, you know? So, like, yeah. we had all of our rehearsals done for that. And then we were, like, okay, one of our actors can't do it. We got to push it. Life happens. Yeah. So... And then in February, we were like, okay, we have, like, a couple things, like, this is our phase five, like, is, like, doing that, like, that's the end of it. And then, yeah. like, we have to, it's, like, a race to get a bunch of stuff done before that date. And yeah. we were able to do, like, what we wanted to do. And then, like, having some stuff left over, like, sure, like, we'll get it done in April, you know, when when it's better days, better, like, yeah. more time, like, flexible flex, flexibility. Um, but do you have a rough idea of how many, like, with all the schedule changes, how many days did people, like... Like people Days were there. On set. I want to say it's been like three to four months. So like, but like ninety days total where you showed up. Where oh, like days, like days of filming. Days of filming. That's what I'm saying. <sighs> Probably less. Probably less. Well, yeah, like I would like, assume it's less, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Maybe like forty-five. Forty-five days. Consecutive days. 40. If we didn't have like, well, huh. Because, like, I guess are we considering, like, the days that we plan about it, too? No, I'm talking about just days you showed up and were on set and you're filming. Okay, I, I would give it three months. 90 days? Is that three, six, nine? Like, Damn. 90 total days where, like, everyone's on set and you're filming? No way. There's no way. It's, it's got to be more like 45 to 30. Wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So there was a lot, and how long was a normal day? Was it, it eight, long? Eight hours, twelve hours? Probably our 16? longest days were on our travel days, and that was a twelve-hour day. That was the longest yeah. we ever got. Um, the other days were probably like eight eight hours 
I think we would we would call our actors around like eleven. Yeah. Be done around like six or or seven. Yeah. And yeah. But you think for like forty five? Yeah, I think forty five. Because wow. a, a lot of it was also just me, and sometimes just Charlotte. So like mm. it would be like we would do it on days that I had work. Yeah. And like we would wake up at eight a.m. I remember there's a shoot that we did in Times Square, and mm. it's like Cornelius the chef walking through Times Square, <laughs> and like. I remember we just labeled it the other day, and it's like, okay, yeah, like, on our shot list, this is one shot, but, like, we have 40 shots of it, like, just uh, walking around, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, like, we labeled it, like, all different stuff, but that day started at 7 a.m., and it ended at, like, 4 o'clock, because I had work at 5. Um, Damn. Yeah. So, like, I had to switch, like, my schedules a lot to PMs in order to film in the morning, for like daylight, yeah, lighting yeah. senses, or whatever. Um, but yeah, it. I, I think it's probably around 45 to like, 45 to 30, I think. Because there's so many days in between that have been like sent, meant to like me and Marky planning like, okay, we're doing it in this order. Like there was a, a day we just labeled our clips today yeah. of a shoot that we had to do completely backwards because we had to work with the placement of these uh, plates. The placement so like, of the plates. Yeah, it's like we shot the scene that was about like these six plates on um, on the table, yeah. and then we were like, okay, like the scenes before this scene were us putting these plates out. Okay. So we had to essentially do it backwards to make sure that they always ended in the right place. That perfect. Like, that this salmon was in this corner and this spaghetti was over here. Yeah. You know, even though, like, that's, like, the first dish we end up putting down, like, we knew where it went. Mm. And it's, like, just thinking of all those, like, little arcs. It's, it's, it's so much thinking. Like, too we... Too much. It's too much. It's <laughs> too much. Like, we, we spent days on certain things. And, like, yeah. it, it, it's fun to have a collaborator because you're able to, like, bounce off of each oh, other. Yeah. You and have like, to. You have to, yeah. You're, you're, yeah. And like, Marky went to film school. I did device theater. So like, <laughs> it's, it's like he knows more about film, but then like, I'll see something and I'm like, but I love this angle. And he's like, mm. oh, whoa. And then he'll do something and I'm like, oh my God, like it made it so much better. Mm. Like, it's, it's so great to just have someone that like, and because we've lived together for so long. Yeah. We just are like, are, we, we're basically in a mind meld, basically. Good. And it's great. It's so fun. Um, yeah. But it's, it's just important to have some, like, when you're collaborating, to be able yeah. to do that. Um, curious. So, let's say, so you haven't edited, in, edit, I always hate this word. Mm. You edited. haven't completed the editing process yet. Mm -hmm. I'll say that. Mm-hmm. But based on where you are now, what would you, like, I have my thoughts, but I'm curious about your thoughts also. Like, what would you look for differently on your next on-camera film or series project? Ooh, yeah. Or do you, do you have anything you would look for differently? Like, like for, like... Like, I'll just go, I'll say mine. Mm. So I, because I'm... Well, you know that I'm trying to keep Nanette going. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. I mean, the biggest, the the obstacle is money. Mm. Um, but that aside, 
I would love to just like have one extra person on hand yeah. to just like do I don't know what to just be like because like when I'm in charge of stuff I like to do the shitty work mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. it's like oh I'm gonna grab coffee for everyone I'm gonna grab waters I'm gonna like I don't want to delegate that out because I want to be like I only I want people to you know you want to give people the cool stuff if possible. Right. And you want to do this, you, you want to ask, you don't want to ask people to like sacrifice so much and then just be the person who grabs coffee. Right. But that being said, one thing I learned was I needed to ask people to grab coffee. Be, like, and I fortunately, like, DJ and Abby were the ones I would ask, like, they're two of my closest friends, and mm-hmm. I could ask them to do that. Um, because it was just like you, I would show up on set and I'd be like, fuck, I have like, I got set up I got- so much to do. I literally can't go do that. Yeah. And so, um, I would love to have at least one other person to just do random shit. And, and I'm curious if that, what you thought about. Yeah. I, we haven't had a day of set where we've had more than two crew members. So we've only like the most we've had is two crew members. Oh wow! And we've been able to like Marky and I have been able to juggle like things of like being behind camera slash like kind of directing and like making sure this light hits this thing or mm. whatever. Um, but having like a crew is feels it's like so much easier. Like even yeah. even if it's if even if one of their jobs is just to make the slate like. I'm not thinking about it, like, and, like, keeping track of what's next, you know? Like, I don't, I could live in that moment of, like, okay, I got the shot, like, what's next, what's next? Like, I need to hear it, I need to hear it, like, I need to know. (laughs) Um, Yeah, and I think, like, one of the things I think I would probably do for my next, like, film would probably be, like, less people, because... like, cast? cast Cast-wise. Oh, yeah. It's so hard to, especially on this level of no budget. Yeah. (laughs) Like... Asking so many people so many, like, favors is, like, I'm, I'm so thankful that they're all, like, so welcome to do it. That they did it. it. <laughs> and, like, I hope that I'm compensating them well. And, like, I yeah, hope yeah. that, like, like, the movie will be made well for them. Yeah, yeah. And, but then you get, you fall into that way of, like, oh, God, like, but if we, if we had a cast of, like, three people. Oh, yeah. Oh, my. And, like, yeah. if they were able to commit, like, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, open days, like, oh, my God, like boom, like, let's do it. Like, that was one of the main reasons why, like, in July, when we did our reading of it, Marky was like, okay, I have a certified week off, certified week off, scheduled week off in August that we're going to shoot a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah. So, like, we're going to contact some of yeah. you guys. Yeah. Like, be ready, because like, we're doing it now. Like, this is official. Um, so, like, and, like, having that flexibility was so important. So, like, if we had less people, yeah, like, so much could be done easier, you know? Oh, yeah. Easily, yeah. But, yeah, I think I would look for maybe, like, a script with less people. Because I think they always say, like, for your first movie, like, and even the Daniels, like, with Swiss Army Man, it's, yeah. the majority of it is two people. Yeah. So, and, like, oh, my God, they told an amazing story. Like, I loved it. It's possible to be done with less people. Like, yeah. I think that, like, this script called for more people, of course. Yeah. And I think it emphasizes the world especially because we want our audience to feel that yeah impact that this restaurant has on the world so we need people 
But yeah, so I, I would do tough. less. I would do less, less people. Yeah. Yeah. Less people for actors. Like you can never yeah. have enough crew. Like there's always something for someone else to do oh, that it's whatever would, you can afford. And yeah, whatever you can you afford. Can, or whoever's willing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And honestly, like the best thing I think that we were able to work around was having a lot of non-actors help us. Mm. Um, because we've had some non-actors that are roles and yeah. some that are, are crew members, you know, and like, yeah. they're like, yeah, they like the movies, so like, why not just write the slate and like, yeah. like yeah. just be with us and like, hold our dogs when we, yeah. when they can't be in the shot or, yeah. you know, um, yeah, like in the actors or the non-actors who played roles, like, they were so committed. Megan's boyfriend, Will. Yeah. He came oh, at, he's in, in a it? heartbeat. He's in it. Yeah. Oh, good. And he's so good. He's so funny. And like, yeah. he came in a heartbeat when we needed someone. And like, he was just so excited to do it. Yeah. And like, not saying that like our actor friends are shitty and they can't come in, but like, no. they're busy. And like, it's I different. get it. It's, it's different. different. And like, it's a hustle to be an actor here in the city. And like, there are a lot of like days where it's like a mental health day or it's like I yeah. have like things from a million hours to do. Like, I don't know. It's hard, and like there I don't want them lot. to do it yeah. without money, like because I don't think I would do it without some money, you know. Like to I don't be an actor in it. To even like I would call like great people that I knew were amazing actors to be extras on my set, yeah. and I'm like, damn, like I know you would deliver an amazing scene, but like this is what I need right now is like an extra. So like I need like and yeah. like they would obviously like commit to it and like yeah. love it and like we're so thankful to be a part of it. Yeah. But I'm like, man, I wish I was able to give you like a bigger role. But oh, doing yeah, this for tough. free is is like tough, I know. So that's why we ended up buying food and like yeah. trying to like make sure the commitment wasn't too long or whatever. But um yeah, like I forgot, I lost my train of thought. No, that's all right. <laughs> yeah. You know, People. Will is great though. There was, Will's great. I, Will's great. So I tried shooting uh, a short film uh, two years ago, and part of it took place at uh, Will and Megan's apartment. Really? And, uh, yeah. I had to. Long story. I had to scrap it. Um, it yeah, I had to scrap it because it was. I was trying to do too much, mm. um, and and I fucked up, and. I realized I could not afford to do it right, and so I just had to. It was sort. Of, it, it was a very important lesson. Mm -hmm. It was a very important lesson of keeping your cost low mm. and setting yourself up to account for mistakes. Right, right. And and be like and reshoots and like it was many lessons. But when we we did have one day we were shooting at Megan and Wills and like they were so cool and and him in particular because he wasn't even involved right. it was like I show, I remember showing up and he's just like yeah what do you guys need like, you know, <laughs> like and like uh, yeah non actors can be the they can sometimes be the most like Lifesavers. helpful and enthusiastic because they're just like I don't know, maybe they don't have, like, the PTSD of, like, the industry. And so they're just like, oh, this is cool. Yeah. yeah. What do you guys need? Right, you like, know? why not be in a movie? Yeah, like, he got yeah, a phone call during set, and he was like, oh, sorry, I'm in a movie. Oh, right yeah. Now. <laughs> so silly. But, like, it, yeah. it is. They're just so excited to do it. And, like, yeah, like, our friends, our actors, like, they're so busy. They're, like, and they're yeah. so good at what they do. Like, you don't want to not compensate. And, like. It's hard. And you want to make sure, like, they get good footage. Like. I know Jen Barry is one of our leads in the film, and mm. like God, like she's amazing. Like, 
I'm, and she was so thrilled to take the part. Yeah. If it was an extra part, like, I don't think I would take it. Like, unless, like, I was like, okay, like, I know you need me. Right. And, like, like that's kind of, like, how we would always phrase it was, like, we have this date, like, and it would be, like, a yeah. week in advance, like, we're planning it, and, like, we're checking in, and then, like, people flake, or, like, people can't come anymore, like. It's awful. Yeah, it's hard. That's, yeah. well, and that's why with Nanak, I ended up Venmoing the four of you, who uh, ended up right? being extra, because yeah. I was just, like, because I literally, like, I spent so much money, and I could not afford anything. Right. And... Also a lesson in write something that doesn't require people because like, I think as I told you all, if we had no extra show up, it would have looked like shit because it would have been like, who's auditioning no, for this? No audition looks like that. There, right. There's always a, a shitload of people there. And that's why I wrote that's it into the, the script where I was like, oh, only a couple people showed up because everyone's at something else. Like, and, but even then, I needed the couple of you to show up. Yeah, and, totally. Um, it's, but people, like, you know, in the middle of the day filming, I was getting text messages from people being like, oh, sorry, I can't show up because it's like, I'm in the middle of, like, I can't deal with a, a shitty text right now. Like, right. I, I know you're not going to show up because you're not here. Like, yeah. it's so hard. And, uh, but that's why it's so great that when friends like or anyone else just mm -hmm. shows up to help out Ugh. because it makes all the difference and it's just like adds to the world it. it's the ensemble it's the yeah yeah they're so important and it's so hard to get them it's <laughs> get so people. hard it's like i mean i've heard every excuse under the sun mm -hmm. and um oh my god someone said they fell asleep on the train so they were just closer <laughs> to home so they just stayed on the train. I was like, okay, but like we had a role for you, but guess it's going to be something else. <laughs> I had multiple people tell me that they didn't think they could do it because their equity act for my, for non-act, they were like, oh, well, I'm an equity actor, so I can't be in it. I'm like, but you're not SAG. Oh, no, that, that, that doesn't matter. That's a, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. Like, are you even thinking about your, like, come on, like. Oh, man. Yeah, there's so many, but you know, whatever. Whatever. It happens. It, but that's the thing, like, but you, you need to move on, like, you need to be able to deal keep with going. It. Yeah, you have to it. deal with it. Um, but so, back to your movie, like, what, um, like, what was the biggest scene? Like, how many cast were in the biggest shot? Probably our last scene in the movie. Well, yeah. oh, fuck, no. I guess it's six, seven, eight. There's eight of us in one scene. Yeah. Ten. Ten of us. Ten total. Scene. Ten total was probably the most. And then we had like another, because like basically we, we had a day in November where yeah. we had a bunch of people coming from work because it was holiday season. Yeah. Coming from work, we were like, okay, we have four to eight. We got to film all this stuff. And like, I think we had like 30 shots planned. And it was, it was, we, we didn't finish it. We, we didn't get to 30. <laughs> we, we got, we got to like 12. Okay. But it, it was because we and like we allowed ourselves to move on, like to be like, okay, we could put this on a different day, which is great. Um, that day, I think we had like we had nine. I think we had like eleven people. So like around around twelve people max, yeah. like with a crew. Yeah. Um, yeah, and like ideally that room would have had thirty, you know. But I think like it also kind of informs the way that you're filming. Yeah. Like. Um, in this like music video, you had we have six people 
in front of me, but it's on a 3x zoom. So you okay. only see like the tops of heads. So it's kind oh, of, okay. it, it doesn't need a full room, but like everyone's semi-featured still. Mm. So like, it's like, yeah, we're not featuring the peop- the pretend people that aren't there. The pretend so it, people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it just, it informed our way of filming, which is nice. Would I have loved like a huge wide shot of everyone in the room? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. you know, like it's, it's what you could do in the moment. So yeah, less people. But, like, around 11 people were, was kind of the max. And, like, that's, like, with, like, extras. Yeah. So I guess, like, with main actors and, like, actual scene work done, probably, like, eight. Eight of us. Okay. Yeah. But the majority of it is smaller amounts mm-hmm. of people? Yeah. Like, we had a lot of scene work we were able to finish in a weekend, mm-hmm. um, which was, like, basically, like, the meat of the story. And that was between, like, four people. Okay. Yeah. And, um... Have you already started thinking about what you want to do after it, or are you just focused on this? Right I don't now? know. I'm just focused on this okay. right now. I definitely want to write another movie. Like that's you want to do another feature, though. Oh yeah. yeah. Like I mean, I could see myself going re- rewarding, rewarding. Yeah, rewarding, rewarding. I could see myself going a little smaller now, knowing yeah. how that world works. That this like yeah. feature works. Especially if the outcome is something that I'm super proud of, like mm-hmm. I just I would want to keep going because I wouldn't want to let myself down, you know, like. Oh uh. uh, no! Just blast that shit out there. Yeah. Just keep going. Yeah. And like, just another project might work. I don't know. Like another one might read better than the other one, but the other one still exists, so that's great. Do you think though you would lean more towards a feature rather than a series or a play or a musical or something? I feel like beyond that. Probably a feature, maybe a TV show. Yeah. Yeah. I've always thought like an Ellen's TV show would be so fun to do. Yeah. Especially like with like these workplace like mockumentaries going on. I'm like, God, yeah. like Ellen's would be a funny ass series with that like performance element of like yeah. amazing performers. And then you get like the, but, but here's the issue is that you can't tell like the management and the people above are your villains and you can't have them be the villains because they won't they won't right. sign on to something like that like especially just being a, an existing company right you know and i think that like eventually that would have to happen for like that show to kind of exist in the world i think so like yeah like i've thought about a tv show about <laughs> whatever i feel like <laughs> I, i've heard that from some other coworkers too there yeah and yeah I have mixed thoughts on, I don't know, anyways, Ellen's is a whole other, a whole <laughs> whole other, other ball game. You like, know, the, the way I think of it is um, the best way to sum up my views on doing something about, for if I was to ever consider doing something about uh, Ellen Stardust Diner, mm-hmm. is um, when I was in my heyday producing cabarets and stuff, uh-huh. Scott artistic director he um i remember him asking me something like hey why don't you ever do something here like in the iridium and the honest reason i gave him was like this is where i work like i want to get out of like when i finish my shift like i'm out it's over like i want to go down to the west village and get drunk with drag queens you know yeah yeah go down to the duplex or you know 
you know, 54 below and have like some ritzy meal, you know, mm. like I want to go somewhere else. And so, um, yeah, that's, that, those are my thoughts on the whole, <laughs> doing something about that place. It would just, it would just feel like work for me. It would, it would. I would not, if I were to ever do something about Ellen's, <laughs> I would not film it there. I would want a Hollywood set built yeah, for it. Yeah, yeah. And film the rest in Chicago or something. I don't know. Yeah. But like, I wouldn't <laughs> or want Toronto. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, I would want like the design of the restaurant to be yeah. exactly how I want it, <laughs> so that it like actually works and has functional lights and all that stuff. But yeah, like I'm I'm very thankful for Ellen's because it's that's amazing. Giving me this money to support myself and my art. Yeah. And like the flexibility, like no other. Like, and the coworkers. And the coworkers, like our whole cast is from Ellen's, like. Not not everyone, but like a lot of people are from Ellen's, and like it's just giving me like a bag of people that I'm like I know you're talented because I've seen you sing, so like I know you could act. Yeah. Like someone, uh, Aaliyah, um, Aaliyah, yeah, yeah Aaliyah, sh- she is in the film, and I think it was kind of like last minute that I asked her to do it, but I was like I think I want to see you do this, and I don't think it's a it's a character that's not to uh, particularly like in her wheelhouse, you know, like she hasn't yeah. done. Like, it's like a cop figure, and uh, I'm like, yeah, like I think you could do that, and she nailed it. Like I nice. loved it. Yeah. So it's just like having that pool of people like is so great to pick from and like to yeah. have and like people who are willing to go be an extra for you and like just do it. Like it's it's a good community. When it comes down to it, like it is a place of work. Like I kind of want to keep it that way. <laughs> yeah. And, like yeah, I want to get out of there. Count like, your money and run. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And like that's what it's becoming. But yeah, a whole a whole different thing. I I will I will say it because I'm not I'm I'm there on rare occasion, but mm-hmm. har- hardly ever. But it was it did change me. Like mm-hmm. it definitely I felt like it the the passion of performing that you feel from coworkers. Yeah. Um, yeah, it definitely like took me out of my shell mm. a little bit Good. and like brought me back in because I had like, I don't know, you know, the, your career goes up and down and definitely, yeah, I don't know if I'd be doing some of the, a lot of the stuff I'm doing now. Right. If it wasn't for that <sighs> place. And, uh, so I, so I do appreciate the fact that, that, that place exists and that it runs, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But it is a crazy-ass place. <laughs> a sinking ship. It's a crazy-ass place. This is going... Are you sure you want all this? I know, yeah. Like Honestly, it's fine. It's, yeah, it's fine. fine. They love me there. Not many people are going to watch this, so... That's no, right. it's going to go viral. I've seen worse happen than anything we've said. In fact, some of the stuff I've seen I will not say on this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, thanks for doing this. I think <gasps> is let's, it time? Oh my god! I think yeah, so. Because, I mean, yeah. it's almost, we're almost done. Like we're almost up, and I have to pee. So great. Yeah, we'll call it there. Yeah. Thanks everyone for listening and thanks. watching. See ya. Bye.